I can't believe the Super Bowl is on Sunday. It's actually ridiculous. And I'm sort of sad that it's the last day on Radio Row. You can hear the noise behind us and the sheer pandemonium. And everyone's very, very busy. But one guy that's very busy. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you have loads of grey hair. I'm really, really impressed. Matt Hamilton, FanDuel, also part of Kay Adams' show, among many other different things, up in Adams. So. What's the crack, Matt? How you doing? Oh, man, it's it, it's been a great week. It's great to be here. And I do have some greys peeking through on this beard, so uh, it, <laughs> You're looking it, it is good, happening. Man. You're looking good. I mean, it's funny because this is turning into like a yearly uh, like Friday thing. Yeah, man, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you on Friday. Uh, how, do you, like, how do you power through the week? Because people, if you've never been here, folks, it's full on in a, in a very positive way. It's very yeah. full on, yeah? Yeah, and, it, and you hit on that. It's, it's, it's so positive. It's all great. We've had such an incredible lineup of guests this week. Had CJ Stroud, Jordan Love today, Daniel Jones and Eli Manning were together. Sean Payton sat with them, which was unplanned, um, but was amazing. Um, but yeah, it's just, you know, the energy here, it keeps you going. No matter how tired you get, no matter how stressed you get, it worn down, it keeps you going. And uh, yeah, we're just very lucky that we've been able to. I'm gonna, I'm do gonna put what you on the spot week. here. Yeah. Who's oh. your favorite guest? Oh, jeez. Oh, who man. Get, no, no. <laughs> who was the most fun on set? I should say. Who's the most fun on set? Cam Jordan is always the most fun. Uh, he just got on the couch and just laid down and you know started talking shit about everybody. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Jordan Love. I, I was really interested today to talk to CJ Stroud and Jordan Love. We've never talked to them before. Um, obviously, both young quarterbacks that coming off incredible years and uh jordan love just he has it yeah <laughs> just the point I, I i was interested to see what he'd be like I mean, he was so comfortable like he's embracing the moment i think um embracing the spotlight that he's under and i think it's it's only going to go up from here for him we want to have the crack with you now but speaking of those two if you had to pick an early mvp favorite that isn't one of the obvious oh. ones, and it was between those two who would you go for next my, my, year oh, oh, that's a great was last night I'm joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) I did say early. (laughs) Congrats to Lamar, by the way. Yeah, that's a a great question. Uh, I think I would go with Jordan Love. I think they're going to add another piece to that receiving core for him this offseason. And uh, I could really see him elevating, elevating things to another level. Because also, you think about it how young the weapons were around him. Those guys should only get better. He's only going to get better. Um, I think we're going to see some pretty special things out of him next year. I mean, out of both of them, but. If I had to pick, I'd say love. You're hoping that you see something special out of Trevor Lawrence. You're a Jags fan. Yes. Yes, I am. Generational, is that it's <laughs> fair to say anymore? I don't think so. We're <laughs> supposed to call him generational by now. It's going to be a tough offseason for him when people, the belief isn't quite there anymore. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, we talked to him earlier this week, too. And, uh, you know, it's not, it's not the sexy thing to do. It's, you know, it feels like, but it, it's just the truth. The injuries this year were beyond anything a quarterback yeah. has dealt with and played through the the ankle the knee the shoulder the concussion they were all piling on top of each other and i think that had a lot to do with what we saw um because remember last year what he was able to accomplish last year we you know we saw what he's capable of when yeah. he was healthy this year before the injuries set in that game against the bills in london he was phenomenal him and Joe Burrow were the only quarterbacks in the la- in the Bills' last 28 games to throw for 300-plus yards on that Bills' defense. And uh, so I think, you know, he won't make – he wouldn't make the excuses with the injuries, but you could tell talking to him, like, it was a significant factor. I think they have to figure things out with the play calling. I'm a little surprised Press Taylor is back. That's going to be an interesting story to watch. But um, 
I'm still a believer in, in Trevor and what he can do going forward, for the, sure. The, the one year that we collectively as a brand decided to fly in and fly to London, first pit and last pit, they worked really well, didn't they, Marcus? Oh, man. The oh one, man. Year, that the one year that you were both, like, I, I see, I know Will met you and Kay, having yeah. pints, I was like, oh my God, yep. we've missed the crack, because we, 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 we could have had a bit of crack. I, mean, I, I remember, Mark, me and you doing a video from Tottenham the morning of the Bills Jags, just having the crack and having a bit of fun, and that was the, how did you find that experience at Tottenham because if your team playing for a start with Bills Mafia were loud in that game and they, then they lost the game as well and you can see that advantage of Jacksonville having them too I, I don't know if Jacksonville can play the Vikings or the Bears I haven't looked at the schedules offhand but the Bears they can they, they can, can play the Bears, yeah, the Bears. I, I look we have no affiliation with the NFL whatsoever but I'm just going to say I wouldn't be surprised if Jags got two again you know yeah yeah I wouldn't be at all it seemed to be you know big success for them. I mean the game was phenomenal as you said Bill's Mafia was incredible um, that week the crowd was so loud I feel like every time this that was my third time going out to London for one of these and uh, every time first in Tottenham first in Tottenham okay. and uh, but every time it just gets elevated and elevated and elevated it feels like the Super Bowl out there like it fe- you feel that energy yeah. and and the crowd is so good um, and yeah I mean I feel like there's just more and more fans every time that we go out there more and more local fans uh, and it's yeah I mean I can't wait to go back hopefully we get to go back next year I can't wait it's been how would you rate that stadium I mean you've been to a few like it's yeah. insane when you're at it oh it's it's beautiful I mean I, I put it up there with any NFL stadium that we have it's absolutely gorgeous it has a real uh, NFL feel to it actually compared to other stadiums around Europe it's it's really designed yeah. with that mind and it shows doesn't the outdoor it? Yeah, press it really box does. Nice. Yeah. Like the, the outdoor press box is nice unless somebody yeah. throws a beer down <laughs> <laughs> which happened a couple yeah. years ago. <laughs> it works in our favor because the guys that do shoot up the joke. t-shirts, it always comes up to the press section. I'm like, you need to realize that it's the press that you're giving the t-shirts to the whole time. It's like, I was done coughed up right now. Um, it, it, that game that you're saying in particular was mm. massive because it was the Bills Mafia and because yeah. it was the Jags going back to back. Um, it was electric. But today, just this morning, uh, 45 minutes before we record this, it was actually announced Madrid is getting a game in 2025. By deduction, you can almost say that it's going to be the Miami Dolphins themselves and the Bears actually have the marketing rights in there. With the Bears giving up a home game to be in London, I would presume Miami is going to be the game wow. in 2025. You've seen Peter O'Reilly's face. Wow. And look, congrats to the NFL. <laughs> but somebody asked him about that. It's an AFC year in 2025. I mean, that's I Let's put two and two together there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, be I'm presuming you and Kay would love to fly to Madrid. Oh my God. Have you been to Madrid before? I have not. All right, I'm just going to say it now. I can't speak on behalf of these boys. My mate, shout out to Gavin, shout out to Lauren as well. I'm like, you remember Hitch by Will Smith? I, based, I feel like I got them together. But they lived in Madrid for four years, five years, and I used to go over maybe three or four times a year. It is the best city in Europe for really? nightlife. You will not make it home. Really? <laughs> wow. So, uh, but that, that stadium looks unreal as well. Yeah? Yeah, 100%. But so you'd be, like, you're obviously buzzing. Would you be over in Madrid? Are you game for it? Uh, I mean, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'm going to make the pitch. I'm sure Kay's going to want to do it. So, yeah. you know, and, and that was the great thing this year when Kay was like, you know, I really want to go to London this year. And it was like a month before the game. FanDuel was just like, all right, let's make it happen. And that's what's been so cool about working with that's them. Great. They've been so supportive. Anything that? that we want to do. We did a nine-team training camp tour this year, too. And Kay was like, I just want to get, like, a bus, and we can just drive around and go to these training camps. Like, sure, why not? Let's do it. And supported us and let us do it it's, it's the evolution a, of that show as well yeah. I remember used last year at Phoenix it was not new but it was quite new from Kale going from NFL to FanDuel yeah. 
you can see at the share market. We, we, we walked past last yeah, night massive. whenever you were away. I tried to get him to take that big purple hat, he wouldn't do it. But <laughs> it just, the studio's class, you know, and fair play to all of for, I know it must be an awful lot of work you're putting in there behind the scenes, and you can see it work, honey. Yeah, 100%. And just uh, talking about the fans and stuff like that, Spanish fans. Do you see them getting in contact with you, say, on social media, or any fans that are non-domestic? Which ones do you kind of stand out to you? The ones that, I mean, the, the British fans, the UK fans have been, um, I've seen that growing every year that we go. And even just from all over Europe, the German fans coming in, obviously Irish fans coming in. Um, but the fan base I think I've seen growing the most is in Latin America. Um, you know, had a bunch of fans from Mexico and media members from Mexico come up to me today <laughs> that I didn't expect. Uh, Peru, um, all over South America. I, I see it really growing there more and more, and I think that game in Brazil is going to Friday just night. ramp that up even more. <laughs> Friday yeah. night, Matt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's going to be... I, I'm pretty sure we'll be... Yeah, I, I have a feeling we're going to be there for that. How are we going to tell it's our partners about Brazil? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not going to happen, is it? <laughs> Week one as well. Imagine, like, work again. imagine watching kickoff on a Thursday night in the plane, flying into Sao Paulo. That's the, yeah. the thing about that stadium as well, Matt, is it's smaller. But I'm mm -hmm. really intrigued to see how the Brazilian people, because they, they deserve a game. They're huge. Yeah. I think it's going to be special. And the fact that Philly's playing, geez, I mean, yeah. Jalen Hurts, week one after everything this season. There's your next six months yeah. of your show, just, yeah. yeah. Are, are you going to go to the draft or combine, or is that the plan? Or? Um, draft, it looks like we're going to be there. Um, we don't have our plan cemented yet, but I think we'll be there. I think we'll be in Green Bay for it. And uh, we'll be going to the Kentucky Derby right after that, oh too. So it's going to be, uh, yeah, we, we did that for the first time Kentucky last year. We were in Derby. Kansas City for the draft, went right to the Kentucky Derby. And I didn't, I was so focused on the draft, I wasn't thinking about the Derby at all. And then when we got there, I'm like, wow, like, this is maybe the coolest <laughs> event ever. Like, it was uh, it was really special. So I'm excited for that. And it's the 150th Kentucky Derby this year, too. So awesome. it's going to be, it's gonna they're going to take things to another level, I'm sure. Far away, um, we might go back to a bit of football talk. What do you think is going to dominate the next few months as we go ahead here um, into the off season? Aaron Rodgers, it's going to be three straight, it seems, that we're going to be like, what are we going to get from him yeah. this year? Yeah, there's going to be, yeah, the Rodgers saga, there's always something coming out of that, for sure. Um, I think the Cowboys and, and what they do from here, because obviously they didn't make the changes that, uh, that a lot of people expected. They have to figure out what to do with Dak's contract because I don't think they're keeping that $60 million cap hit on the books for next year. So I don't know that, you know, do you extend them after what you saw? I think that's going to be a big storyline that we're going to see. Um, the Bengals and what they're doing, because obviously a lot of cap space, but a lot of things that they have to figure out between T. Higgins hitting free agency, but also Jamar Chase's contract extension. So there's going to be a lot of big storylines going on here. Um, and obviously, depending on what happens uh, on Sunday, you know, I think uh, if, if, if the Niners do lose this one, you know, they've thrown everything at the wall. They've done everything you can do. I think that that's going to be the, the, the next storyline we're going to see with them is you know how do they get over that hump do they stick with purdy do they you know there they're going to be people asking those questions i personally you know i love what purdy's shown i think yeah. he's proven he can be a franchise quarterback um but if they don't win this one there those questions are going to come up but that's insane that we're actually saying that like i mean yeah. just do us a favor 
all those things you just mentioned, text me them in bullet point form, and that's us <laughs> for the next six months. Yeah. Uh, you know what, though? When you say that, though, it also describes the Buffalo Bills. They've thrown yes. everything. They've had everything correct. It's like, is it just Sean McDermott has gotten to an elite level, but not a Super Bowl caliber level? Yeah, and, and they have a lot of huge questions that they're going to have to answer. And obviously, what's going on with Stefan Diggs, what they do with that Von Miller contract, because he's barely even playing anymore. He can't even get on the field. Um, there's a there are a lot of questions that are going to have to be answered there, um, roster wise, because now this is when the Josh Allen contract starts kicking in. So they're going to have to start sacrificing some pieces, and that's why I think this one hurt especially because this was the peak of their window, and now it's starting. You know, it never fully closes, but you're in that mode now where you have to kind of retool on the fly, and it's not going to be, you're not going to have as good a team as you had this year. It is quite a, an aging roster as well, particularly on defense, so there will be some turnover. Yeah. Do you think Sean McDermott is going to continue calling plays? I know it's in question right now. And how hot do you think his seat is going into the season? Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, I, you know, I do think it's, I do think it's heating up. Um, I think we do probably see him continue calling plays. I don't know that that was the issue with it. You know, they had so many injuries defensively. I think that had a lot to do with it. But I personally liked the more aggressive style that he employed, whereas we saw Leslie Frazier was more like, I'm going to sit in my zones, I'm going to rush four. Um, You know, McDermott was more aggressive, and I liked that. Um, And I think it worked well. But again, when you lose as many pieces as they lost as the season dragged on, it's tough, you know, it's tough to keep it going. And they were still right there. I mean, they're, you know, Tyler Bass makes that field goal. Who knows what happens in that game? So, um, and I think that's the frustrating part, too, because there's no easy answer. You know, there is no easy fix. It's moments here and there in these games that, you know, dictate your entire legacy and how you're defined. And that's what makes the NFL what it is. Pick a card, though. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, boy. So we've a, a One of my quick fire questions. Right? You're on the spot now. <laughs> this is it. This is it. <laughs> if you'd like to pick a card and answer the question that you get. This is Bigger right gambler, Reed or Shanahan? Like, uh, I presume on the field is what we're going field? for here. Or on the field, yeah. On the wall, at the tables. We, um, can, we can go both. both. <laughs> on the field. <laughs> well, on the field, I, I think it's been, it's been Andy Reed, and I think, you know, there's something that came to with that getting that first Super Bowl finally after all these years that's loosened him up a little bit and you know has him in his bag and 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 willing to be as aggressive as possible in big moments and that's the thing I kind of that's the biggest question I think I have in this game is will Shanahan be that gambler because we've seen him do it in the regular season throughout his career um, and get super creative and we've seen him in some of these in in Super Bowl 54 get tight before halftime we've seen it really every playoff I, I, I go back to the Cowboys game that they won um, leading into half last year got really really conservative this past year against the Packers they had the ball two and a half minutes left in the first half and basically sat on it we're just playing to kick a field goal Moody misses that could have been if they lose that game that's the moment we're coming back to so I want to see the gambling Shanahan I want to see the aggressive Shanahan here so um, I, and I do think that could end up being the determining factor in this game. Well, one word to finish, who wins? Niners. Oh. I'm going with it. oh, oh. It's becoming a rare all pick ask, all week, so all we are, Our picks are coming up at the end of the show today. Mm-hmm. All we ask, Matt, is that you text us or DM us the location of the party after. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout out to you for you being, since this has started, you've been an incredible support. Shout out to Kay as well, she's up the walls busy. So oh, yes. <laughs> we'll get Kay at some point. Maybe in Dublin for an NFL game at some point in the future. That um, would be incredible. So, Matt, Gumby Morgan, thank you so much. Enjoy the offseason. Hope you get a bit of time to relax. We'll talk to you soon. Oh, thank you guys so much for having me.